Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Babe podcast. I am currently in a hotel room in Newport Beach, California. I literally just flew in and I'm flying out tomorrow because I'm here for an in-person podcast recording. And I swear, I thought back to when is the last time that I sat in person with a guest or with an interviewer and did an, a podcast like face-to-face? And I thought back to it and I literally think it was 2019 pre-COVID days. So I feel like it's a blast from the past, almost like I don't know what's happening. Like, where am I? What am I doing? (laughs) Because I'm so used to Zoom and the internet and just not being with people face to face. Or if you're familiar with my podcast, you know, I do a lot of solo episodes um, and you seem to love my solo episodes the most, which is why I don't have too many guests on here, although I do love to bring guests on and there are going to be some guests in November around some special launches. But here I am solo in my hotel room. I just ate some chicken wings. I just had some tuna ceviche and I am ready to go because as a mom, I have no other time to record this this week, but now. So (laughs) now is the time. I really wanted to make an episode sharing my step-by-step manifestation process. Like this is the real deal tea, okay? This is exactly how I manifest something step 
by step, you're going to know every single step that I've taken, every desire, every person, every opportunity, every trip, everything that I have in my life has gone through these steps. And I'm going to share them with you because I feel like the whole world deserves to know the manifestation process, okay? And then when we're done with that, I want you to take action on it, obvi, but also I'm going to share some nuances to this because there are some nuances. You'll you'll kind of learn like what are my nuances to the manifestation process? Do you always follow it exactly like this? The answer is no, but for the most part, even unconsciously on an unconscious level, yes, I do because it's so ingrained into me by now. And this is something, it's also a process that let's say you are in some of my courses in the past and maybe I've said things differently or maybe the steps have been a little bit different. Maybe they've been longer, maybe they've been shorter. I like to go back to my manifestation process and just refine it. Not because it's changing per se, not because it's different, not because how I manifested something five years ago is actually different than how I manifest it now. It's just that I can explain it better. Does that make sense? Like I can put words to it differently and I can show you or rather tell you another way of putting it so that it really comes into your mind and seeps in and just becomes something that you can take action on as well. So without further ado, I'm not going to blab for too much um, in the beginning. So let's just dive in. Number one step, how do I manifest XYZ thing, anything, something amazing? (laughs) Step number one is to get clear on what you want and how you want it to feel. So this is a step that unfortunately most of the world doesn't even get to. And it drives me insane, you guys. But it's true. Most of the world doesn't allow, most people don't allow themselves to dream. They don't think that they can just have things for the sake of wanting things. They don't think that you know, the things that they see on TV or in movies or the things that they see on social media or the things that they once daydreamt about as kids is possible for them. And I think that so much of the world society's programming is so limiting and it has so much to do with, you know, telling people, don't get your hopes up. You know, you don't want to set a goal too big because you don't want to be disappointed. And it's such bullshit advice. Drives me insane. So I find people struggling. They they like don't know how to put words to what they want because most of their life, they're told that whatever it is that they want, well, life doesn't work that way. Life is unfair. Life doesn't get to be that easy. You can't just have what you want. And I call bullshit. (laughs) I have everything that I want today. Okay. And yes, I can totally dream bigger. I can go to the freaking moon. I'm a very big dreamer. Like I have friends who are manifestation teachers who know this language, who do this for a living. And they look at me and they go, wow, I don't even dream as big as you, Catherine. (laughs) And so I'm pretty much their expander and their challenger for them of like, no, 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 you can have more than that, right? And they know this stuff, but I'm always reminding them that like you can have so much more. 
Now, life isn't about just like more and more and more and more and more, but you get to have what you want. And I have everything that I want today, as I said. So get clear on that shit, okay? What is desired by you is destined for you. I've been saying this for years. I will say this every day until I turn blue in the face. What is desired by you is literally destined for you. I want you to declare this shit. I want you to command this shit. I want you to remember who you truly are. This is something my shaman is constantly ingraining in me of like, Catherine, remember who you are. That's the key to life. Know thyself. Remember who you are. You are a freaking God or goddess in human form. You are divinity in human form. You are the creator of your life. You are actually co-creating with universal forces or universal laws or God or higher self or whatever you want to call it. You are in partnership with that presence and that presence respects and honors free will. And so it cannot move in and it cannot help you if you don't declare, command, and go after what you want. It cannot help you manifest in this co-creative process of manifestation until you reach step one, okay? At the bare minimum, please just admit what the fuck you want. (laughs) Stop caring about what Sally's going to say and Bob's going to say and mom and dad are going to say. Who cares, you guys? I'm telling you, as someone who's gotten to the point at which I am right now compared to where I was like, you know, seven years ago, broke living on my grandma's couch. People are going to judge you whether you have money or you don't have money, whether you are successful or you're not successful, whether you're killing it in life or you're not killing it in life. Like you're going to get judged no matter what. I'm so sorry to break it to you. If you're someone who really cares about people's opinions, I highly recommend you start rewiring that because it's not going to help you on any level. It's whether you choose to play small or you choose to play big. It doesn't matter. People are still going to talk about you. They're going to roll their eyes at you. They're going to like talk about you. They're going to uh, have opinions and judgments and whatever, right? uh, But that shit doesn't matter. So you need to get clear on what you want and how you want it to feel. Because here's the thing, I think there is power and clarity here because you could want a million dollars. And I'm telling you, there are many ways to manifest a million dollars. And some of them can be very stressful ways to manifest a million dollars. And so, yeah, in the end, you could have the million dollars, but do you want it to feel stressful and hard and heavy and something you worked really, really hard for, right? And really earned Or do you want it just to flow your way and just feel easy and just feel natural and just feel like the same way that you feel when you make a dollar, right? The same amount of effort it takes to make make one dollar, it takes to make a million dollar. Like get clear on that feeling. How do you want it to feel in the end? Also, mind causes feelings to cause actions, right? So Mind causes feelings to cause actions to either do something or to stop doing something. And when you know how you want your dream life to feel, you know which feelings to cause in your body on purpose to naturally inspire forward movement in that direction. 
So getting clear on what feelings that you want to feel in your dream life will help you navigate and get clear on, okay, what is the vibrational frequency that I need to be tapping into on a daily basis in order to attract my ultimate dream life? Also, what I teach inside of MBA is that feelings let us know where we're at in terms of our belief systems, like how you feel about something tells you a lot about your beliefs. So if you open up your bank account and you feel stressed, that tells you a lot about what your beliefs are around money. Clearly, there are some beliefs that that are causing you to feel a certain way, right? And so I think this is a great marker or a great uh, checkpoint to figure out where we're currently at with how much we believe that this thing is possible for us. And another thing I'll say is you want to be specific because you hear a lot of people say be specific, but you also don't want to be so specific that it feels restrictive. And, And this is something that I teach inside the Vision Board Alchemy program, which I just launched last week. So As you're listening to this podcast episode, there is five more days to enroll into Vision Board Alchemy for just $55. That's the initial initial investment. The, uh, what am I trying to say? The introductory investment. There we go. (laughs) The price will go up on Friday, November 3rd, when I officially drop the Vision Board Alchemy into your inbox, um, should you choose to join. And so in there, I share with you, how do you know how specific you need to be with what your desires are that you put on your vision board? And that has a lot to do with human design. And I love human design for this aspect because you can really nail and hone in on aspects of yourself and how your energetics work that allow you to tap into the manifestation process with more ease. So for example, if you're a specific manifester, you know, you want to be a lot more specific. If you are a non-specific manifester like me, which this can be shown to you in your human design chart, um, then you will you will get more uh, specific with the feelings that you want to feel. So step number one kind of encompasses both types, right? Specific manifester and non-specific manifester. Some people say, you know, Catherine, I don't really know exactly what my dream house looks like, but I know how it feels. So this is where we want to get specific on how we want it to feel because this will allow the universe to literally step in and be like, hmm, house that's going to give her this feeling, house that's going to give her this feeling. Okay, here's a house that feels light and airy and expansive and beautiful and zen and grounding. And these are obviously my manifestations of the house that I just manifested in Scottsdale. Feels like this to me. Love it. So it's going to bring to you this home that feels this way where there could be a variety of options of houses that feel this way. But when you walk in, you just know it's your dream home because of the way that you feel. Okay, that's enough of step one. I can keep going forever, but I obviously want to keep this at a reasonable <laughs> reasonable length of time. So number two is to see it and feel it as already yours. Mind cannot tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So when you are mentally rehearsing your manifestation, your desires, your brain doesn't know that it's not actually happening in front of you. This is the crazy part. I feel like 
this sounds too good to be true or too simple or I don't know. Like sometimes when we're like, nah, that's not how it actually works, right? But it is. It truly is. When you are visualizing, when you are feeling the feelings as if it's already happening, when you're bringing in all five senses, when imagining your desire as if it's in front of you, your brain actually thinks it's happening. And what ends up happening is that if your brain is convinced that you are already living your manifestation, well, what does energy do? Energy is going to bring to you this desire because like attracts like. You are already in that frequency. You are tapped in. You're on that timeline. It's really as easy as that. And everything after this just helps you hone in more on that timeline. And the more you are vibrating on the frequency of the version of yourself who already has all her desires, the more you actually step onto that timeline. And once you step onto that timeline, your desire appears right in front of you. So something else that I think is often missed is that people don't see themselves in the equation. And this is so important, especially with the subconscious mind and how it works. I think that so many people, they look at a desire and they just see it as this like standalone thing that feels so disconnected to them. You want to see yourself interacting with your desire. Okay. So for example, I just recently manifested my Birkin bag. And so when I was envisioning having a Birkin, I wasn't just seeing it at the store. I wasn't just seeing it in my closet or like a generic closet, rather. I was seeing it in my home. I was seeing it on, you know, around my arm. I was seeing it on me. I was seeing my hand go in and out, pulling things out, seeing my phone go in and out of the Birkin. I was interacting with it. When I'm imagining me on a specific trip of some sort, like manifesting a very particular vacation. I'm not just imagining the vacation as a standalone thing. I am interacting with it. I'm very much a part of the manifestation. So I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing my own two feet walking down the beach. I'm seeing my hands. Um, Another thing you can do is you can see yourself from a third person perspective. Maybe like someone is taking a video of you or taking a picture of you because Like that's realistically what might happen, right? Your partner or your best friend might take a picture of you with this desire or experiencing this desire, or if you're like on stage and speaking and you win an award of some sort or whatever it is, you can also use that as a technique and a hack of like, maybe you're scrolling through your phone and you're seeing pictures of yourself and videos of yourself kind of reliving the desire of when it was manifested. Ooh, I kind of like that. I just <laughs> I just came up with this technique, by the way, um, as I'm talking about it. This is why it's good to talk things out sometimes. I'm going to definitely going to use that. Holy shit, that's powerful. So yeah, scroll through your phone <laughs> and see yourself like someone took a picture of you. Okay, that's step two. Step three is as this happens, this is when the mind begins to talk and the mind will start to say, oh, but are you sure that that's possible for you? Ooh, I don't know if that's going to work. Wait, how are you going to manifest that? Blah, 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 blah. Okay. This is where conflicts come up, limiting beliefs come up, 
fears around having it come up. And so in step three, you want to make sure you clear that shit. So clear any conflicts, limiting beliefs, or fears around having it. This is where tools come in. This is where coaching comes in. This is where belief change modalities come in. This is where nervous system regulation comes in. This is where therapy comes in. All the other tools. My personal tools that I love, I love rapid resolution therapy. You know I'm obsessed. Um, Breathwork, love breathwork. EFT tapping, so that's emotional freedom technique. These are like tools that I can easily use on myself every single day. Something like rapid resolution therapy works better on me when someone does it to me. But if I'm alone, you know, breathing, super easy. I don't need, (laughs) I don't need someone else to breathe, right? So I can do it myself. Tapping can do it yourself. Um, Hypnosis can do yourself. Psych K is another modality that I got certified in over the summer um, while I was in my sabbatical. Ha ha ha. Only I would do shit like this in my sabbatical, but it was so much fun. I just did it for myself just to see what it's all about. Um, And just good old mental rehearsal, aka visualization. Like you need to understand that, again, when you visualize something, you are rewiring your brain as you do it because you're telling your brain this is happening right now. And action is like the cement It's the crystallization of a neural pathway. When you say you're going to believe that money is an unlimited resource and it's always flowing your way, and then you actually act as if it is, where you don't freak out if you receive an unexpected bill or when you pay for dinner, that stretches you just a little bit and you're like, ooh, this feels a little tight, but you know what? Money is an unlimited resource and it is always flowing my way and you actually pay that bill and you pay that bill uh, with gratitude and appreciation and excitement and just faith and knowing that there's more coming to you than leaving, right? There's more coming into my account than leaving. That is the crystallization of that neural pathway. And the more that you do it, of course, the more of a habit it becomes, the more of a reality it becomes. But just even mental rehearsal, like if you're not at that point yet, just visualize yourself doing it over and over and over and over again. And that's going to create these new neural pathways that are changing your brain, changing your energy, changing your frequency, changing your vibration, and then changing your life. Um, Inside the Vision Board Alchemy uh, program, I created uh, or I teach an abridged version of my limiting belief blaster. This is a very simple, easy thing that I teach, super expanded inside of Manifestation Babe Academy, but inside of Vision Board Alchemy, I share how beliefs are like this metaphor of a table where you have the tabletop as a belief. And every single leg underneath the table is evidence backing up the belief. And what you want to do is you want to question the belief. And as you question the belief, as you poke holes at the belief where you're like, huh, I don't think this is actually true. What you're doing is you're knocking down the legs of the table down. And then what you're doing is you're finding a new belief that supports your manifestation. And then you want to collect evidence. You want to find evidence to support 
this new belief that's going to aid you in the manifestation of your desire. And you're basically building a table with like a bazillion legs underneath where it's going to take a lot to knock it down. (laughs) Like that table is sturdy. And some of the questions that we ask in the limiting belief blaster is, is this 100% without a shadow of a doubt absolutely true? Like, can I find evidence of it not being true? Can I find specific evidence of it not being true? Has there ever been a time ever in the history of human existence where this thing wasn't true, right? Um, I really love taking God's perspective on a belief, which is like, what would God or my higher self or the universe tell me about the validity of this belief? Um, Is this true for someone else, right? If it's the absolute truth, it wouldn't just be true for me. It'd be true for everyone, right? So you're poking holes. And the best thing I like to do is I like to tap into like someone else outside of me, like someone coming for advice from me. They're asking me for advice and they're sharing that they have this belief. What would I tell them? right? So what would I tell someone I love or someone who's asking me for advice or someone I really care about about this belief, who has this belief? And I will tell you, I've been using this trick um, with my son lately. Um, a couple weeks ago around my birthday, I had just like a slew the, the whole week leading up to my birthday from Monday to Sunday, just a slew of negative comments about various things coming from various places. It just was so heavy on top of the war that's going on in the world right now. And like all these comments and then, um, and then at to, and basically these things separately wouldn't affect me, but it was just like compounding. Right. I had like a friend who had this misunderstanding and like blah, 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 all this stuff. And it it got it uh it ended up knocking me down when it came to me being on a FaceTime with uh a family member. I'm not gonna call them out. You probably can infer who it is. Um I was on a FaceTime with a family member who was just very old school <laughs> family member. We were FaceTiming and Orion had a blowout. And so Brendan and I were changing him. My mom was kind of in the distance. I forgot what she was doing, but we had the phone on a tripod and Brennan and I were just like quickly changing Orion while on FaceTime with this person. And from the distance, I can hear this person say to another person that they are with on FaceTime and just out loud, thinking I don't hear them say, wow, Catherine got really fat. (laughs) And like, if you know my current manifestation of manifesting my dream body, you know that this has been something on top of mind this year of my struggle with losing postpartum weight. And finally, I got to the root cause of why I am struggling losing weight. It has to do with mold toxicity and parasites and all this stuff that just wasn't there before. Like it just all came on postpartum, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I had it pregnant. Um, I have no idea where I got it from, but I will tell you that I never had a single parasite before I got pregnant. I never got like, I none of this stuff ever showed up on the test. So it's, it's been wild. And this has a lot to do with um, struggling with fat loss, especially if you have, God, I'm like going on a tangent right now, but just bear with me. If you have um, mold poisoning, 
mold toxicity and your body just doesn't detox it. So it stays in your body, which happens to 30% of the population. Fun facts. I'm one of the 30%. Your body is going to shuttle the mold into fat cells to protect your organs from being uh, infected by the pathogen and it's not going to burst the fat cell under any circumstance. So no matter what you eat, how much you work out, what you do, my God, like I've tried it all this year and just nothing has been working. And my hormones are in perfect, perfect condition. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Let me just finish what I was saying (laughs) because I just went on a tangent. Anyway. Oh yeah, I know where I'm going. Okay. All right. Hold on, bear with me. Let me finish this this part of the story. So, long story short, um, this is why I've been struggling, and you know, it's like, yes, I've gained weight. I haven't lost any weight postpartum. I've lost maybe like five pounds. Yes, I've seen some progress. I've seen some body recomposition from all the Pilates that I've been doing, the animal-based diet that I've been doing. I've been seeing some changes for sure, but it's been kind of demotivating when it's so slow, right? Like I'm working so damn hard for such little results. Like let's, let's tag in some manifestation in here. I know how to manifest. I know how to make things easier. I know how to get the universe on board with me. Like this is what I'm going to manifest. And so I've been on the path of manifestation. I think that discovering these toxicities has really helped me with being like, oh, okay, now I can really pinpoint because I got the root cause. So this family member called me fat and that really upset me. I remember crying the rest of the day or no, it wasn't the rest of the day. It was maybe like an hour, okay, on my birthday and it just completely derailed me. And I was on a walk with Orion um, and I just looked at him and for whatever reason, I just pretended like that family member called him fat And any other comment that I got that week, I just like pretended that Orion was telling me that someone on the internet said this and some family member said this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, it just felt like an immediate lie. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. There's no way that's the truth. This is so far from the truth, right? And I was able to take myself out of it look at it from a different perspective and just be like, that just sounds so ridiculous, right? Of course, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know what, Orion? Yeah, you're right. Like, you are you are fat. No, absolutely not. It sounds so stupid and so ridiculous. And so I love this technique of taking the third person perspective and being like, who, you know, what would I tell someone who has this belief? Here's what I would tell them. And all of a sudden it shifts it really powerful stuff. Okay, moving on from step three. Step number four, collect evidence of it already being in motion. This is a very powerful way to program the subconscious mind is to create evidence, to find evidence, to show yourself that it is possible. So first things first, when you start the manifestation process, synchronicities begin to happen. So one of my favorite ways to prove to myself that I'm on the frequency of my desire is to notice what's around me. I pay attention to conversations. Like this is usually when, for example, let's say I'm manifesting a trip to Bora Bora. Okay. Random. First thing that popped to mind, I walk into a coffee shop the next day and someone is talking about Bora Bora. Or 
we could say, yeah, you know, my phone is listening to me, or we could just say we're manifesting and this is a synchronicity. Okay. It just depends on your point of view. But let's say the next day you're scrolling on social media and uh, your phone shows you Bora Bora. There's an ad for Bora Bora. There is an influencer who just went and they're sharing their vacation. I see that as signs. I take these as synchronicities. I take this as evidence that it is already being in motion for me. Any sort of sign that I can pick up, I just take it as evidence. I find um, expanders who already have it. So if I want to manifest an eight-figure business, I'm following people who have eight-figure businesses. I'm listening to them. I am... um, paying attention to them. I'm learning from them. I'm surrounding myself by them. I'm being in their energy, in their frequency. I am also noticing times in the past that maybe I've had something already, or maybe I have felt a certain way, like, you know, get clear on how you want to feel. Well, um, by getting clear on how you want to feel, like notice times in the past when you felt that way. So you can tap into that feeling by bringing yourself back to that so that you can tap into the energy of already having it. Any way that you can prove that it exists in your reality is going to prove to your mind that it's already happening. It's already real. Step number five is to act as if you've already manifested it. So this is a powerful way to program the subconscious mind is to act as if. And remember how I said action is the final step to building new neural networks permanently? Well, this is a fun place to play. I love to play in step number five. Step number five is to ask yourself, who is the version of you who already has this desire? And then what you want to do is you want to be them. Like make up a character in your mind, okay? See them in your mind. How do they talk? How do they act? What kind of conversations are they having? How do they show up? What do they say yes to? What do they say no to? What kind of risks do they take? How do they make decisions? And then literally act out as them because it is you. It is you on the timeline of your desire, but you're just bridging the gap between where you are now and where you want to go by being that version of you. So be them, show up as them think like them, act like them, make decisions like them, take risks like them, say yes to opportunities like them, converse like them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is is the most potent part, in my opinion, of the entire manifestation process because this is where you quantum leap into the timeline where a version of you is already living living this experience. According to quantum theory, right, the the fact that you can think of it, the fact that you can think about it, the fact that you can see it, the fact that that you can envision it, it's actually already happening. I think it's called the many worlds theory where there's another universe, there's an alternate timeline, there's a parallel universe in which you are already living this experience. And so what you're doing is you're just acting out that timeline. And by doing that, you become that timeline. That timeline collapses together. And then step number six, God, I want to say this is the most important. Obviously, they're all important. Step number six is like the crystallization of all crystallization. It's the cement that cements it all together, which is 
follow your intuition and act on inspiration. And keyword here is intuition and act. Okay. You want to follow your intuition and then you actually want to act on what your intuition tells you. Act on the inspiration that you get to take action. So as you feel called to do something, so let's say you have everything in motion and then your intuition sends you a message of like, ooh, you should sign up for this or ooh, say this to this person or ask this person for help or create this. You should create this course or you should write this book or you should whatever, call this person, text this person. Like it, it just, it's going to be something random. It's going to come out of nowhere, but when it comes, you want to trust it. You want to act on it. And also your intuition is a hotline to the divine. So it's like having a GPS system inside of you. Your higher self is giving you the step-by-step-by-step process. The only caveat is that it'll give you one step at a time. This is the unfortunate thing is that it will not give you the next step until you fulfill on the first step. So people who go, well, I don't know how it's all going to work out. And I don't know, what about this? And they start painting all these scenarios of like, what are they going to do for step two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, blah, 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 blah. Like until they're at step 50 in their mind, they're not going to take action. But I'm telling you, the universe is not going to give you step two until you act on step one. So if you right now where you are with your manifestations know what to do, but you're not doing it because you think you need to see the whole way, I'm telling you right now the reason why you're not seeing the whole way, the reason why you don't have what you want is because you're not taking the first step. (laughs) Take the first step. It's the only way the path will open to you. So follow your intuition and act on inspiration. Let me just quickly summarize the steps and then I'll share just a couple nuances. So number one, get clear on what you want and how you want it to feel. Number two is see it and feel it as already yours. Step number three is clear any conflicts, limiting beliefs, or fears around having it. Step number four is to collect evidence of it already being in motion. Step five is act as if you've already manifested it. And step number six is to follow your intuition and act on inspiration. Now, in many cases, you may skip steps, okay? Um, I actually have a whole slide deck that I just created for Vision Board Alchemy where I actually show you real life examples of things that I've manifested in my life and, and which steps that I take to get there. So some of them is all six steps exactly in order, perfectly, just how I described it. Some of them, it's like I got stuck on step three for a whole year and this is why, because I couldn't figure out what my fear was around it. Um, sometimes it's out of order. Sometimes it's just following the first step. There's definitely manifestations that I've had where all I had to do was get clear on what I wanted. And then I didn't even think about it ever again until all of a sudden it shows up in front of me where I'm like, whoa, Uh, one example, I'll give you an example that I didn't share in Vision Board Alchemy, but um, I'm sharing on the podcast right now is, and I've actually shared it before long, long, long ago on a podcast where I was driving down Wilshire Boulevard 
Actually, this happened twice. It's so wild. Okay. I was driving down Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles and I was currently living on my grandma's couch and I forgot where I was going. I think I was like somehow cutting through the city to get to downtown to see Brennan for the weekend after work or something like that. And I was driving down Wilshire and I just looked, uh, no, I just, I just looked around me and I was like, this looks like a cool place to live. If you don't know Wilshire Corridor, corridor it's basically a bunch of high-rise buildings or all condos and it's just like this street and it's called the corridor because all these high-rise buildings makes it feel like you're going down a hallway on the street. And I was like, I really like this place. You know what? One day I'm going to live here. That's it. That's all I said. One day I'm going to live here. <laughs> and guess what? A year? No. Two years later, I'm sitting on the ninth floor of an apartment building on the Wilshire Corridor. I forgot what I was doing. I was on my phone and all of a sudden, flashback, I remembered that moment where I said, one day I'm going to live on this street and holy fucking shit, I live in it. And while I was living in this building, before I ha even had this realization, okay, because it's easy to go, well, Catherine, you had the realization. So you went out and just picked a random place and said, one day I'm going to live there. But no, this is before the realization. The same time while living there, because it's down the street, the building that I ended up um, recently moving out of in Los Angeles was called the 10,000 building. Gorgeous building love it. When I talk about my penthouse apartment, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm referring to. I was driving down Santa Monica Boulevard to the Century City Mall and Brennan and I would look at this building and go, one day we're going to live here. And I even remember telling one of my really good friends, Henry Amar, um, he also was like, no, I'm going to live there too. Like We were just so excited about the 10,000 building. And then I had that realization of me living on Wilshire Boulevard. And then a year and three months later, guess who moved into the 10,000 building? Okay. Never. I didn't go down any more steps. I didn't. Maybe I saw it. Like maybe I saw it and felt it as already mine, but I didn't do any limiting belief work around it. I didn't collect evidence of it already being in motion. I didn't act as if I already manifested. I didn't, there's no, nothing to follow, no intuition, no inspiration came to me besides, you know, let's go check it out when the time came to check it out years later. So kind of it was like a skip from step one to step six. So you'll have manifestations like that, right? And then you'll have manifestations where they'll kind of go out of order, where it's like you follow your intuition because you're... Um, friend told you to download Tinder just for shits and giggles. And you're like, okay, might whatever. Sure. Why not? My intuition tells me it's fine to do so. And you download it and then you meet your soulmate the next day without ever intending to, without seeing it, feeling it as already yours and clearing any conflicts and all that stuff. Right. So it could go out of order. You may skip steps. You may spend the entire time focusing on one particular step over another. The whole manifestation can be done in one step. Um, various different um, options. But the key here is to know the steps in all of its entirety 
and to wire them into the brain on a subconscious level. So practice the steps, actually take them from step one to six uh, over and over and over again. And then what you'll find is the reason why so often you can go out of order, you can just desire something and have it is because you will automatically subconsciously without even being consciously aware of it at all, follow the steps. And that's when manifestation will literally seem like magic, right? So maybe unconsciously with those apartment buildings, I was following the steps. I just don't remember doing it consciously. But I also at this time in my life have been diving deep into manifestation for years by this point. And so I've ingrained a lot into my subconscious around following the steps in a particular order to where then I could just kind of play around and do whatever and just desire something and have it. So with that being said, those are my six steps to how I manifested everything in my life. And I've been talking a bit about the vision board alchemy training in this episode, which I just launched where we will take a, an even deeper dive into this manifestation process. Like I said, I'm going to show you actual examples of how this process worked with various manifestations in my life. So very specific. And then what we're going to do is we're going to create a vision board, not just slap some pictures together, not just put some shit together and call it a day, but create it in a way that aligns perfectly with this process so that it actually manifests. And then I created some visualizations to help you get clear on what you want, especially if you're someone who struggles with step one, probably the visualization is created for you, where you're also going to get a visualization to bridge the gap between these desires and this vision board being a just a vision board and you're actually living them. So doing a little bit of a quantum jump, jump a quantum leap. Um, as well as a step-by-step actual tutorial where I'm screen sharing the process of making a vision board. And again, we're doing it in alignment with the principles of the universal laws of manifestation and the subconscious mind. And then there's tricks and hacks and ideas that I've shared in last week's podcast episode, I believe it was last week or the week before the one where I talked about four vision board hacks. So if you enjoyed that episode, then you'll definitely enjoy even more tricks, hacks, ideas, especially for people who struggle with the visual part of vision boards. Like there's ways that you can make a vision board work for you, even if you have struggles and a hard time visualizing, or you just don't connect with pictures as much. I'm going to show you how you can do it in other ways as well. So you can find the link to that in the show notes. You can go to manifestationbabe.com slash vision board. You can also DM me the word vision to my Instagram. My Instagram profile is at Manifestation Babe if you aren't already following me. And like I said, it's $55 until this Friday, November 3rd, where the price will be going up. So if you want to snag it, I would snag it now. It's a pretty fucking good deal, you guys. I took this way deeper than I intended. This was going to be an hour-long masterclass, and somehow I made it into like this five-part freaking master masterclass where I'm being super detailed. I really want to help you. I really want you to maximize this powerful, potent tool for manifestation. So, all right. With that being said, I love you so much. I hope this was helpful. Um, This is probably an episode you might be coming back to over and over and over again. If you have someone to share it with, I appreciate all the shares. 
Um, If you haven't left a review for the podcast yet, I would really appreciate that as well. It helps the podcast so much and it literally takes like three seconds to do. Um, If you want to write a message in there, of course, I appreciate that. But just giving it stars takes like not even five seconds, like a second and a half, maybe. Um, And yeah, so with that being said, I love you so much and I will catch you either in the Vision Board Alchemy Masterclass or in the next episode. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.